Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, Everybody, Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with you. Oilers now, an off day. CBA mandated for the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club. We're in the 630 Chad Studios, the city's southeast side. Hope you're driving around safely. Just heard Randy Kilburn with the uh, news update and weather and driving conditions and all that kind of stuff. And certainly the side streets, to say the least, are a, uh, a tad problematic. Main streets are pretty good right now, so take extra caution if you're uh, just making your way out of your driveway and those sort of things. This is Oilers now. Yes, that was Chilliwack. Why not? Why not a little bit of Canadiana? I mean, we went with Jensen Interceptor back in the day one time, which frankly was uh, an Edmonton cult classic in like circa 1980. And uh, Chilliwack from the early 1980s as well. This is Oilers now. It is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. 37 feet away. He was on the DL for a day. He's gotten his way through it today. Uh, Brendan Escott is in the studios with us. Brendan, how you feeling? Uh, a little bit better. I'm glad to know it's not uh, it's not COVID, although I'm still feeling a little hoarse, if I'm being yeah, honest. Well, there you go. Uh, you can, you know, let me know if you need to me to bang off a couple of the uh, uh, sponsored features and the elements that we bring you in for during the course of today's show. Guests on today's show will include Brian Lott from the NHL Network, Fort Legacy Heating and Cooling, NHL Insider John Shannon, and the Director of Scout... I'm getting old. I can remember when this guy was doing video for the U of A Golden Bears about seven or eight years ago. Uh, the Oil Kings Director of Scouting, Michael Chan, will join us. I just wrapped up the uh, CHL import draft, or actually the the American draft, not the import draft, the American draft today, the WHL draft for 2020, which normally would take place in May. Um, 
is taking place tomorrow, so we'll have some thoughts on that. Huge game tonight. Uh, the top two teams ranked right now in all of junior hockey, the Winnipeg Ice with just two regulation losses all year, one of which was to Edmonton against the Edmonton Oil Kings, ranked number two. So the two teams, that's in the entire country, and they're both in the Eastern Conference of the Western Hockey League. Uh, those two teams meet to, uh, tonight. When the Oil Kings beat Winnipeg earlier this year, 3-1, they did not have Jake Neighbors. He was up with the St. Louis Blues at that time, nor did they have Caden Gooley. So, uh, big uh, hockey game there. Last night for the Edmonton Oilers, uh, disappointing result uh, in terms of the process, better. Uh, the team ran into a hot goaltender. And first chance for Cam Talbot to start against the Edmonton Oilers in Edmonton. Since uh, Talbot left the organization, of course, he was traded to Philadelphia, and then the Calgary Flames ultimately signed him, and the Flames uh, went with big save Dave Riddick uh, in Edmonton uh, during the 1920 season. Uh, Talbot, I thought, played pretty well for Calgary, got himself a three-year deal with Minnesota, and he was locked in and stellar. And uh, unfortunately for Edmonton, Miko Koskinen uh, gave up a tough first goal against, and frankly, a really soft call against Evan Bouchard, and the orders were chasing. And unfortunately, it's being a reoccurring theme, and Edmonton's going to have to do something about that. And they're going to need more stops early in games, and they're going to need to find a way to generate. Their power play wasn't very good as well. We're going to get into that conversation as well, whether or not maybe it's time to look for a little bit different look. Um, Do we graduate somebody? well, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. So uh, you can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. We'll tell you the slot machines at the River Cree are now open 24-7. More chances to play, more chances of winning nonstop excitement, the biggest gaming floor in Western Canada. Plus, enjoy daily dining specials at more than their 10 great restaurants and bars. For more information, head to rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. Well, you heard Randy talked about the owners on a losing streak. It's their only losing streak of the year. They had not lost more than one game in a row. We're 16-5 and five at one point. They went into Seattle. We're not very good early. Uh, pushed pretty hard late. Probably I'm, I'm, had enough chances to tie it. Didn't. Lost 4-3 in regulation. That was on Friday night. Flew home. Uh, had a practice Saturday. Verged away from what they kind of practiced with line combo ways. Went against the LA Kings on Sunday. And um, had somebody from the Kings organization tell me that that Oilers lethal power play one of the things that they were going to do was basically shade Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, have a net front regardless of its, its Hyman or Pugliarvi, and then, you know, leave the puck in the hands more of Nugent Hopkins and Tyson Berry. And uh, those guys, you know, if they beat us, they beat us. Well, the, the Kings did a good job uh, negating Edmonton's power play in that game and dominated play five on five. Last night, Edmonton was much better five-on-five. Five. They got Devin Shore back, helped out their fourth line a bit. The third line had some energy going. There were lots of chances for Edmonton. Simply put, they, you know, Cam Talbot, let's not forget that Pete Shirelli ultimately chose Miko Koskinen on a three-year extension instead of Cam Talbot. Talbot, a career 915 save percentage, went into last night's game at 915. He was 915 the year before in Minnesota and a career 915. Kind of know what you're going to get. And the wild Right now, we're in the zone. Their team's playing well. They're scoring off the rush. Uh, Kirill Kaprizov's a good player. They've got depth. Um, their goals for and against off the top of my head after last night's game, plus two, add uh, 23, plus 25 at even strength goals this year. And the Oilers 
went into last night's game plus 17 in special team situations. So, and that includes factoring in Edmonton's four shorthanded goals. But the Oilers uh, are on a 1-for-16 run right now in the power play, and they got shut down 0-for-5, and they take the loss. Into the top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Oilers have dropped three in a row, taking on a little bit of water. Uh, maybe we shouldn't be that surprised. I mean, every team has little uh, hiccups during the air. The key is to limit the length of them. But Mike Smith has not been available for 21 games. He was the team's number one goalie last year with a 923 save percentage. They haven't, you know, they've, they've basically been down three or four defensemen for the last eight games. Maybe it was just inevitable that this occurred. Though, again, I liked what we saw out of Marcus Niemalainen. Nonetheless, Edmonton has a chance to get it turned around tomorrow against Boston who are in Vancouver tonight, and I'm, we haven't seen the Boston lineup yet, but McAvoy has been out the last uh, couple of games uh, with his own challenges. Into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. Proud to offer on-site seamstress services and embroidery. Get your workwear and have it customized all in one trip. Let's hear the sound of last night's 4-1 loss in the hands of the Minnesota Wild. The Edmonton Oilers who have lost their last two straight, trying to get back on the winning track. They'll take on the Minnesota Wild. They've won their last six in a row. Zuccarello will shoot it off the arm of Koskinen. They jam at the side of the net. They score as Erickson Eck at the side of the net jams it in between Koskinen and the post. Koskinen would probably tell you he's got to seal that side of the net more. And Tippett's given it to the refs already on that call. I thought that was a soft call to start the game. He's got to know where that puck is coming from behind the net, but it's just one of those breaks. Erickson Eck on the right wing to Felino. He'll drop it to Dumba. He'll put it in front to Felino. He scores. Felino right down the middle gets that pass from the right side. He gets that thing home to McDavid. He'll step in. He'll wait. He'll come down the left. He'll then shoot it. Saved by Talbot. He gets his own rebound in front. In front. Scott! Inside the Oiler end, now to Brodine, across to Rask, he shoots and scores. Long pass, wow. touch pass, nice pass too. And coming in, it's Kulikov, shoots and scores. Kulikov got a touch pass at center ice, goes in on the breakaway and makes a move on Koskinen and makes it 4-1 Minnesota. Long pass up to Cassian, that'll do it. And the Minnesota Wild have won seven straight as they improve to 18-6-1 on the season. The Oilers, they've dropped three in a row. So Edmonton's gone from having the best uh, winning percentage in the league. They're still in the top ten, but it's been a disappointing stretch here, dropping three games in a row. Every team in the league gets injuries. Edmonton's having some challenges dealing with it on the back end. Dave Tippett, Oilers head coach, had uh, this to say on whether or not there were any positives that they could have taken from the game last night. I still think we did a lot of things that we're hoping to do tonight. You know, I think we had over 70 attempts at net, which has been a focus here the last little bit. We haven't been able to get chances at the net or pucks at the net. It's a step in the right direction, but it's not a big enough step yet because we didn't win. Uh, the power play we mentioned, one for 16. They got one against Seattle. Uh, had the empty net with the power play in the final minute against Seattle. For me, and I don't know how many of you watched the uh, intermissions last night on Sportsnet, but the the second power play drove me nuts. I mean, you're you're playing a good team, and uh, some would say in the order is one three one structure that the defenseman you know is more like a point guard and a distributor. Sometimes you got to shoot the pill, 
And when your power play is struggling, the simplest, far be it for me to second-guess some of the greatest players in the world, but there are teams that when they get offensive zone uh, face-off wins attempt to get shots within 20 seconds to the net because the numbers support that you'll create the collateral damage and create more scoring opportunities. I thought Edmonton was way too passive in the first period. They did get 20 shots on goal in the second. Dave Tippett's comments on the Oilers' power play's recent struggles. There's different ways teams kill against us. Sometimes it's you got to get pucks into the middle. You know, if they're taking outside stuff away, there's obviously as you go on through the season, teams do a pretty good job of scouting you. So there's got to, but you can try some different things. Like we tried some different looks with the left hander and right hander on the point. Uh, Net front guy had some attempts, but they didn't go in tonight. And. Uh yeah, Darnell Nurse did get some looks as a, as a left-shot guy. I mean, Oscar Clefbaum was the quarterback in the power play when the Oilers had the off the top ball, the best power play in the last 30 years in 2019-20. That's the fourth best power play of all time. Uh, that said, there is another right-shot option with a guy that's a pretty good passer and has got a way better shot than Tyson Berry, and that's Evan Bouchard. It's just you graduate him that quickly. He's already playing significant minutes, and would you be concerned about, you know, does that get to a guy like Barry? I, I know he's a veteran, but players still need confidence as well. It's something to monitor working forward in terms of who's going to get deployed on the back end. Meanwhile, Dave Tippett added some additional thoughts in riding the ups and downs of the season. A little bit of ebbs and flows, but you're, you know, I think uh, eventually you don't have that many injuries on defense and, and catches up with you a little bit. That's uh, a little bit of where we are right now. I thought, our, you know, we had lots of try in our game right now, but we made some mistakes that, uh, that, that cost you, you know, and I think they scored on just about every great A chance they had tonight, you know, and we didn't, uh, we didn't capitalize on chances we had, so that's the difference in the game. Could, could have used a stop early, no question about that. Koskinen can't give up the first one against. Just on the defense, uh, Duncan Keith and Cody Cece were expected to be skating today. Cody Cece was on the COVID protocol list. I don't think he'd be ready as early as Thursday, but I, 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 my guess is he'd play Saturday. Not sure on Keith, not sure at this time on uh, Mike Smith. But I will tell you, if Edmonton's defense gets completely healthy, I could foresee a scenario where the three pairings would be Nurse and Bouchard, Keith and CeCe, and Nima Linen and Tyson Berry. I think there's some appreciation for the unique skill set that uh, Marcus Niemelainen has uh, for the Edmonton Oilers. Connor McDavid picked up an assist last night. He's now tied with teammate Leon Dreisaitl for the NHL scoring lead. McDavid's thoughts on falling behind early. A team that's obviously feeling it, you know, and again, I thought we got off to a better start. You know, we were controlling the play um, on the first shift there and, you know, kind of a, uh, a call there, you know, whatever, and, you know, they score on the power play. That's the way it goes. Um, I thought we had a, you know, we, we looked more engaged. We were getting pucks to the net, having zone time, you know, to find ourselves down 2 nothing after the first. We probably deserved a little better than that, but, you know, I liked our response in the second and um, obviously couldn't, couldn't uh, complete the comeback. But David was also asked about the Edmonton Oilers' power play struggles. Yeah, I mean, they were prepared. I thought, uh, um, you know, we had our looks. Um, we probably didn't win enough battles, you know, on the power play. Um, you know, but I thought, uh, you know, you go through stretches where it doesn't go in for you. Um, we went through a long stretch where they were going in, and you know, obviously this is one of them where they're not going in. So um, we got to continue to do the right things on the power play, we'll, you know, work hard, get pucks back, um, and they'll start to go in. And uh, another part of the equation last night was Cam Talbot. He was really good. Here's Connor McDavid. 
Yeah, he played really well. You know, he's had a great stretch there while in many. Um, you know, and he played uh, played some great hockey for us here in Edmonton. And, um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, like him a lot as a guy. And, um, you know, it's good to have see him have success. Obviously, I wish he didn't have uh, success tonight, but he was good. Yeah, he made a lot of good saves. All right. Uh, you know, the owners, it's, it's pretty simple. Connor talks about the fact that you're sometimes you're running cold patches on, on, on special teams on the power play. Oilers got to get the goal against now. I mean, that's one of the things that occurred here under uh, Dave Tippett uh, in 2018-19, the McClellan split year uh, with Ken Hitchcock. Edmonton finished 25th in the league in goals against at 3.31. First year under Tippett, Edmonton dropped to 15th at 3.03. Last year in the All-Canadian Division, Edmonton finished 11th at 2.75. Going into last night's game, uh, the Oilers, in terms of goals against, we're 19th in the league at 3.04. So they got to get the goals uh, down. Now, that said, their offense has gone from uh, 2.79 to 3.16 to 3.27 to 3.65 before last night's game. And, and, and they're in a funk where they've only got five in the last three games. Obviously, uh, five-on-five play needed to improve. And I think, in fairness, last night it was better. Zach Cassian said following last night's game that the Oilers were relying too heavily on special teams. Yeah, there's going to be every every year you're not going to have a number one PK, number one PP, number one five-on-five. There's going to be areas where you have to improve. That's why you play 82 games. Uh, We feel, yeah, our power plays won us games, rightfully so. They are elite and that's what a power play is supposed to do. Look around the league, it's tight five on five. You're not going to get points every night. You're not going to score goals every night. It's a hard league. So um, do we have to find ways to score five on five? Definitely. Um, But yeah, our power play might have won us games, but that's what it's supposed to do. Our PK is supposed to kill penalties. That's what it's supposed to do. And uh, Zach Cassian added some additional comments on the assessment of the Oilers' overall effort last night. We did things better. I don't think we deserved outcome in the first period, but... That's the way hockey is sometimes. I think uh, we felt we could have won the game probably until halfway through the third. They got that other, they got that one, um, and then we're chasing it. Um, Tough third period for us, thinking especially we thought we... We played a pretty pretty good game for the most part, but hey, like you've seen this year, you play like you win some games, you play good, you lose some games. At the end of the day, it matters about two points, and we didn't get them tonight. He said it, and he nailed it. And that's hockey. Uh, Mitch has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. He says, Bob, I... That's the way hockey... Oh, well, uh, Zach decided to jump back in there. Uh, Mitch says, I had Bouchard on the first unit power play right at the start of the season. Who knows what the orders are waiting for? Well, the moment they signed Barry, Bouchard was not going on the first unit power play as a right shot. I mean, the, the second option was going to be a lefty in Darnell Nurse. However, let's see how the next 10 to 15 games plays out. I don't think there's any question about that because it's hard to ignore. I mean, Bouchard had some tough moments the game in Vegas uh, with a hard forecheck, and that's a good forechecking team. There was some challenges there, but I think Evan and it's been pretty good here of late for the Oilers, and, and Oilers fans should be excited. Um, I, again, I think Niemelainen stays up. Broberg clearly needs some more time. Uh, he's, his first four or five games in the minors, he didn't play with the same level of confidence that he did once he got used to it down there. I think here it's it's a, a step up. He's going to play. There's no question. I mean, you could have a scenario in a couple of years from now where your left shot defensemen are 6'4", Darnell Nurse, 6'4", Philip Broberg, 6'5", Marcus Niemelainen, and all homegrown products with a 6'4", or a 6'3", right shot uh, Evan Bouchard as the power play guy. That's pretty good. 
and there's an outside chance that one of their other right-shot prospects maybe becomes a third-pairing defenseman. All homegrown products, but that's not going to help us in the short term. The Oilers have got to they got to get some stops tomorrow. I'm not sure if you start Skinner or uh, Koskinen against Boston. Boston is playing the second of a back-to-back. You got to capitalize against that team, especially if uh, McAvoy can't play. We're, we'll find out here in the next half hour or so. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When we come back, we'll get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott joining you on Oilers Now. Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Let's go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing at 1227 in Edmonton. Company branded apparel, products, and awards all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Vancouver Canucks, the lone Canadian team in action. It's a light night in the NHL. They're hosting Boston down at Rogers Arena. Of course, the Bruins in town at Rogers Place tomorrow night for Game 3 of a six-game Oilers homestand. Coverage on 6.30, Chad, following the 5.30 news. Another 7 o'clock puck drop. Jason Spezza is suspended six games for kneeing Neil Pionk in the head. Uh, Pionk sidelined in concussion protocol right now while he actually serves his own two-game suspension for an incident in that same game, Spezza is appealing the decision with the full support of the Maple Leafs. Tampa claimed 32-year-old Edmontonian Riley Nash off waivers. He was practicing with them in Toronto today. Bakersfield, uh, we talked about it yesterday. You guys did. They had that game canceled or postponed against Ontario. So I believe they visit Colorado this Friday. What a matchup in Winnipeg tonight. The yep. CHL's top-ranked Winnipeg Ice hosting the number four-ranked Edmonton Oil Kings. And maybe we'll see a power structure shift for the first time in a while up at the top there. Edmonton beat Winnipeg 3-1 at Rogers Place October 29th. It is the start of a four-game road swing, but Bob, you got to figure it's going to be hard for the Oil Kings not to leapfrog Winnipeg with two wins over them well, if they're successful. Here's the, they've up, actually updated the rankings this morning. Edmonton's now second. And so they've moved them up to second. But here's the problem. They only have the big four guns that are going to go off to Team Canada for tonight's game against Winnipeg. The second time they play Winnipeg, those guys will be at the camp. So Winnipeg's going to have all their horses, and Edmonton's not going to have four guys that are going to be on the World Junior Team for game number two. I do think uh, tonight's the night. Tonight's going to tell us the story. Keep going, Brendan. Only other thing I had was the Golden Bears sending eight players to the Windsport Arena in Calgary. Uh, they'll represent uh, or make up the all-star team, I suppose, that will play the Team Canada hopefuls as that camp winds down on the 11th and 12th. There's two exhibition games. Uh, I won't list all eight players, but Clayton Kirichenko is there, Grayson Paul and Chuck Dylan Plouffe, so some of the big contributors. Alright, excellent stuff. 12.29 off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell back with Brian Lawton from the NHL Network. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.